Boys, welcome back. It's been a minute. It's probably been like what two weeks. I I don't know. It's been a while. Two months since I've been on anything. Yeah, uh, I'll introduce our our first. You're not a guest, but you're, you're, you're my guest today because you're not with me, and it's just you and I, my co-host for the day, filling in for Carp. We've got it's Chase. It's I'm a, not good yeah. at anything Carp's good at. My well, you know what? The ex, the bar is set pretty low because Carp Carp did not did not execute when he was here. He did not perform yeah. to the best of his ability. If that's a <laughs> shot at Carp, then it's a shot at Carp. But he was here for like to be. he was here for like two and a half weeks, and he did one podcast for like twelve minutes. So solid. Let's see a little bit more effort on the side of Mr. Carpentier. But we have. We're back. Um, we weren't like on a break or anything. We just didn't record any podcast because I wasn't feeling it. And nothing happened in the sports world. But like this past uh, week, a lot has happened. A lot happened. A lot happened. Yeah, there was like a one and a half week period where it was like the FedEx Cup was on and like, you know, baseball was on, but nothing happened. And now we've got a lot of news to talk about. We've got a full list of things to talk about. Let's dive right into it at the top of the last hour. News broke that our that our good friend Demarcus Cousins <laughs> was issued an arrest warrant for threatening to beat up and kill his ex girlfriend. Okay. From a man of good character and Demarcus Cous- in Demarcus Cousins, a man that I know to be a great locker room guy, a great father, and a great husband and a great boyfriend. <laughs> I am shocked. Dude, it says... Said nobody ever. <laughs> exactly. DeMarcus Cousins is probably, like, the most deranged human I being hate ever. so much. He I literally hate. said, quote, he, he, it says here, during the That's course of the conversation, thinking. threatened to, quote, put a bullet in her skull. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this That's is a guy who is like say. playing in the NBA. Like, how are you going to mess up so many times? I feel like he's I wouldn't, in the... I wouldn't Didn't really he just get married? <laughs> I don't even know. I wouldn't even say playing. He's just on teams for a ring at this point. That's true, and he's not going to get them. No. Um, I swear I to God, he, he got married like earlier this week. Here, let me look it up. Because I saw a picture of him, and his wife is like three foot two, and he's like seven feet tall. Wedding. Demarcus Cousins audio allegedly threatening to shoot. Nope, not yeah. that. One day ago, Demarcus Cousins and his wife walk out to Nipsey Hustle at their wedding. No, that was it was three days ago. Okay, three days ago. So he got married three days ago, and now there's a warrant out for his arrest, threatening to kill his ex-girlfriend. What a week for Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> a lot of ups and downs. First, you're in the news for walking out to Nipsey Hustle at your wedding, and now you're in the news for you know threatening to kill your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend, and the police are after you. Wow. <laughs> I mean, supposedly he's not going to do any jail time, but I yeah, guess he's it's like, just if a you... threat, but they have to take everything seriously. It's not like you can just say, yeah. I'm going to kill you. I mean, this isn't like, me, but... this isn't like a hot take type thing. I'm just kind of saying this because it's so messed up and it's news. Uh, yeah. also, <laughs> you got in, that right. also in the news for bad reasons, Patrick Chung is mixing <laughs> himself up with, um, the cocaine. How should I put this? Colombian whites. And he is still practicing. He's still practicing? <laughs> yep. He, he missed know. like one day of practice. Very dedicated, but wow. <laughs> the man was indicted for cocaine charges and showed up the next day ready to fucking work. <laughs> I mean, it's. I think I. they can't really prove it was his is the thing. That's why right. he's still practicing because they found it in his residence or whatever, but they, they can't prove it's his because it was just on the counter. Right. Well, supposedly he could do jail time in this scenario, oh. which hmm. 
that's not good for for a him for b his wife and family or and c patriots fans because he is probably like over the past decade one of the more essential defensive players on the patriots you, you mentioned the names best like players in general Devin McCourty, Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, they've mm-hmm. led us to Super Bowls on the back end. Yeah, exactly. So if, you know, a defense that's already – a team that's already kind of losing parts here and there coming off of a Super Bowl victory, uh, you don't want to hear that Patrick Chung is going to be spending some time in the clink <laughs> <laughs> for, for, you know, having cocaine. But, like, whose cocaine was it? That's my question. Well, that's what they can't prove. I know, but what what what's his excuse? Oh, I was holding it for a friend. Well, I don't know. Well, because I think it said there were a bunch of different people in the residency he was in, so they can't yeah. place the blame on just him. That that might be one of the last places you expect to get busted for cocaine possession in New Hampshire. Yeah, because that's like the last place I would think. Like I, you know, commercially, if you're if he's like living in the city or you know Manhattan, Boston. That I'd be like, all right, yeah, that's that's pretty easy. But like up in the woods in New Hampshire, an NFL player's home getting raided and they find cocaine. Like that, exactly. kind, of, that kind of stuff doesn't go on in New Hampshire. It's a pe- it's a peaceful residence. It's it's quite a peaceful spot, as I can attest to currently. So yeah, yeah, and you're there right now. You're ten minutes away from mm-hmm. from where Patrick Chung was apprehended. Yes. Does it it's feel a, different? It's a great spot. No, not at all. Is there an empty feeling now that Mr. Chung and his cocaine is gone? Or are um, you relieved? I mean, I don't really care because I didn't know it existed in the first, spot, in the first Being place. Being a citizen. Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, I'm, I'm not really a citizen, so I wouldn't know how to feel. I'm not a citizen of New Hampshire. So well, you're, you're, a you're a Zen. You're a Zen. Patrick Chung and his, you're a Zen. And his cocaine. I'd consider you a Zen of New Hampshire. You spend enough time there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not, New Hampshire, where he owns maybe not in the eyes of the government, but yeah, you're you're pretty much a regular. So yeah, two athletes getting mixed up with the authorities. We'll see what happens. I guess we'll keep you posted. I don't know what's going to happen with Demarcus Cousins. They said he's not going to do jail time, and what he did sounds worse than what Patrick Chung did. And supposedly Patrick Chung's going to jail. So I don't know. This is the world. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to talk about some other stuff, but let's just College get right. Football. Yeah, well, no, let's just get right into I was talking about Andrew Luck for a second. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, and then we'll get we'll get into college football. Yeah. We'll get there. So Luck's gone. Absolutely gone. Yeah. What, six years. He played like 80 games. Jacoby yeah, Brissett um, has been handed the opportunity of a lifetime. Right I don't now. know if they're, they're they've been talking about going after like Colin Kaepernick or like, first of all, I just want to yeah. say this one thing. This happens every time a starting quarterback gets hurt or like retires or gets traded or, or whatever suspended quarterbacks don't get suspended that much, but <laughs> everyone hops on the Colin Kaepernick bandwagon and they're like, Oh, Colin Kaepernick's a much better quarterback than X and Y and Z. But in reality, he's not no, he, like he had one good year Jesus, and then he fell one. off. He's not putting in the work. And then to- he started kneeling. Right. He's not putting in the work to become an NFL quarterback. All the politics and the kneeling aside, because that definitely, you know, I I just personally don't like that decision. But let's put that aside for a second. I still don't think Colin Kaepernick is good. Colin Kaepernick is a good quarterback. He had one one good year year. when he took them to the Super Bowl and they lost. And then he lost. Right. And then he fell off. He he's not doing the work to become an NFL quarterback. He's doing the work of a social justice warrior. He's he's trending in the direction of becoming an activist, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, he already is an activist. But if don't he complain about not and- being signed and make it all about race when you're not putting in the work. If Colin Kaepernick was in the gym every day, was working out, was throwing footballs, was doing this, then I'd have a little bit more respect for him and be like, all right, I don't agree with his views, but at least, hey, he lost his job in San Francisco and he's working to get a job back in the NFL. He's not doing that. He yeah. is not working out. I mean, sure, he probably works out like physically, you know, but he is not doing football workouts. He is not talking to the right people. He's, you know, going on the news and he's going on social media and, you know, doing controversial commercials with Nike. Mm -hmm. So, no, he doesn't deserve to be the starting quarterback ever. That's just my take on it. Now, the situation in Indianapolis, 
where Jacoby Brissett looks like he's going to become the starter unless they go out and sign Colin Kaepernick. Thoughts on that? Someone else. I mean, Jacoby Brissett being a 16 game starter is scary to me. Very scary. I mean, he's like, all right, he's got a good arm. He, he won a game for New England once um, when Brady was suspended he, and that he broke his hand. Yeah. But I don't know how I feel about him starting. And I think I don't I don't think, you know, what's also scary is Garoppolo is a 16 game starter. Yeah, I think I he's think better than Brissett, good. though. Yeah, he's definitely better than Brissett. But. I mean, yeah, those two former New England Patriots. They're both scary as being starters. For fantasy owners out there of Marlon Mack, I am one of them. I would be, I would be grinning, licking my, licking my chops. He's a running back. Uh, I would be yeah. licking my fucking chops right now to start Marlon Mack week one. Especially, oh, yeah. I was licking my chops to start him when Andrew Luck was the starter. Now that Andrew Luck is gone, oh my God, are they going to rely on the run game? I mm-hmm. I would be I would be giddy as hell, which I am. But talking to fantasy owners out there who aren't me, like put Marlon Mack in your starting lineup right now if you have him, because they are just going to run the ball all three downs with him. They are not going to pass. I'm gonna I might do that right now. I don't. Do um, you have Marlon Mack? No, I, in another fantasy league I'm part of. Oh, oh, do you have him in that league? I don't know if anyone has him in that league. He's a he's a pretty he's a pretty um popular fellow. Okay. But owners of TY Hilton, trade TY Hilton. Owners of Jack Dole, what's the tight end's name? Jack Dalton. Jack Doyle? Doyle, no. thank you. Oh, no, 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 no. Trade no, Jack not... Doyle. Yeah, it is, you're right. You positive? I'm like 99% sure that, yeah, I'm like 100% sure you're right. Yep, Jack Doyle. He's a free agent in our league. Yeah, it is Jack Doyle. Yeah. Owners of Jack Doyle, trade him. Owners of Eric Ebron, if he's still with the Colts. I actually might have Eric Ebron on one of my teams. Is he even with the Colts anymore? I don't know. If he's with the Colts, trade him. Put Marlon Mack in your starting lineup right now. I would even put their backup running back in. Yeah, Eric Ebron is still with the Colts, I think. Who's their backup running back? Nikee, um, what's his name? Naheem Hines or whatever. Remember Ooh. him from last year? What's his first name? Hmm? I yeah. have no- oh, I, I nailed that right on the dot. Naheem Hines. I would even put him in your lineup because they are not going to pass the ball at all. Dude, I'm trying to finalize it. I'm, I'm sending out a trade right now from Marlon Mack. What's the trade? I don't, know who, I don't know who I want to trade. I, would, I, actually, like, I, I think Marlon Mack is going to be essential to every fantasy lineup if you're a run-heavy lineup. Because Marlon Mack is just going to get the work this year. And I might give him... Hmm, who else? I have one running back, Ronald Jones, who's from Tampa Bay. Oh, no. Get rid of Ronald Jones right now. Yeah. He's ass, dude. And then I, I might, had him last I might year. trade Sucked. Jarvis Landry. Should I give him Jarvis Landry? Oh, I wouldn't do that. I, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Jarvis oh, Landry has a lot of BDE. Anyone who plays him. with the Cleveland Browns needs to be locked up. Oh, yeah, I know. Dude, I have – I think on this team, I got. I have the Jarvis Landry – um, Keep Jarvis who else Landry. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely keeping Jarvis Landry. All right. Well, I'm going to move along. So that's the situation as we know it. In I have uh, I have put the trade in. Good. Good. For Marlon Mack. That's the situation as we know it in um, uh, Indianapolis. Sorry, I completely forgot about the um. I completely forgot about the. Uh, the name of the city. I was about to say Indiana, but I said Indianapolis. Moving right along, we're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliott. It's basically the same thing. We're going to talk about Zeke really quickly. I know all of you want to hear about college football picks. All of you who are watching on IGTV right now, because this is going to be on IGTV, the college football picks, just wait a second. We'll get there. Ezekiel Elliott, the the saga continues in Dallas. (laughs) Um, So... 
I think we haven't been following this as closely as we should have because we would have had a field day with this when it first came out. So if you're unaware of the situation, Ezekiel Elliott, like I talked about in episode 17, I think with Carp, is holding out because he wants some more money. Um, and oh, I he's say, pulling a Melvin Gordon. He's pulling a Melvin Gordon. Well, he's pulling a Zeke because Zeke did this already. Oh like, yeah, like, true. Two years ago or last Zeke's year. Zeke's a douchebag. He's pulling a Zeke, right? So I said I think that's dumb because he was just investigated by the police and investigated by the NFL for a for a um, assault charge. Yeah. And to top it off, he was suspended last year for domestic abuse. So I said yeah. I don't think he's in any position to be asking for more money from the team no. who's employing giving him second and third chances. So yeah. they've got this the fact um, that he's still on a team. Is... Right. So he that holding out he's not playing in preseason games. He hasn't been at any of the team workouts. They have this running back named Pillard. Um he's a rookie who's been playing in the preseason games and in the first like two preseason games I think he actually like lit up the defense and went for like a lot of yards. Pollard, sorry, not Pillard. Um, I don't know what his exact stats are, but I think he's been doing pretty well. So after like the second preseason game, they asked Jerry Tony Jones. Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard. They asked Jerry Jones what the status of Ezekiel Elliott was because this, you know, new kid was like breaking some ground and he goes, Zeke who? As like a joke. Whew. And that was like, I was like, oh shit. And then like the day later, Zeke's agent came out and they were like, we were not happy with the way Jerry Jones addressed Ezekiel Elliott, Zeke did not find it funny. And I did not find it funny. And I was like, Oh, all right. Now we've got some beef. I was like, took it too seriously. I was like, get the fucking talkies out. I am going to sit and watch this unfold. Cause you know, a Twitter war is about to come, you know, something about, I knew it was happening. I knew something. Speaking of Twitter wars, Shaq and Kobe and Dwight. Yeah, it's not I'm, really a war. It's just dude, kind of I don't stupid. even know what's going on with that. I don't know. I get, didn't I Kobe kind of say that like if he and Shaq didn't beef, they would have won fifteen championships. I think yeah, they said he, Shaq. They said we have like twelve or thirteen rings, and then I think yeah. Shaq was fought and he was like, "If Kobe, if you pass, we would have had 12. Oh yeah, that's funny. I think I don't even know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just texting my mother that I will be up for dinner when I finish. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And then the Zeke thing progresses even more today. And the Dallas Cowboys say we are fully we're bracing ourselves for Zeke to hold out for at least six games. <laughs> so that's interesting. So now the Cowboys are like, oh, yeah, we're ready for it. And they're like, we're fine because we've got this new kid for six games. And then when Zeke wants to come back, he can come back. So now the attitude is like, you know, we don't need you anymore. And now they don't, they're not going to pay him, obviously, if they've got this new yeah, kid that they're exactly. fine with. And Ezekiel Elliott isn't just, even essential to their, to their yeah. team. He was good for, yeah, the solid. I mean, like he's a good running back. Don't get me wrong. Season. He's really talented, but I just don't yeah. think he's essential to the Cowboys. Like the Cowboys have always, have never had trouble finding good running backs and making like Alfred Morris, played for the Cowboys for like a good three or four years, maybe. And like did okay. And Alfred Darren Morris, McFadden is Darren McFadden. Team. Same. He like good. did okay with the Cowboys, but like a token backup running back or like a washed running back. So I think they'll do just fine without Zeke, but we'll see where that drama goes. Zeke, uh, the ball is now in Zeke's court to come out and say something after the Cowboys said, Oh, fuck it. We don't need you. So, yeah. All right. Now let's get into it. College football. This is what everyone has been waiting for. This is what I have been waiting for ever since we started this podcast. Every day I wake up. I have a question. I wake up every day and I say to myself, only X amount of days until you can do a college football podcast, Brendan. I wake up every day and I read the rankings and I play NCAA football 14 on my Xbox 360. And I say, it's only a matter of time. 
I sit in my house and I play college football fight songs on my Bluetooth speaker. And the day is here. We aren't in week zero anymore, people. I thought about it. I thought about doing a podcast a week ago and say, and I didn't want to build the hype up. I didn't want to say, look, we've got one game on tonight. Here's my prediction and then end the podcast because that's not fair to you. I know what you're all here for. You want, you want the whole shebang. Well, here it is. Oh Ladies and God. gentlemen, it is officially week one of college football. It is not week zero anymore. It is officially week one. Clap it up real quick. Let's go. We're here. I've waited so long to do this. Everyone who knows me knows I love college football. And I watch like every college football game. Even if it's like a community college, I'll watch. Sounds fun. So here we are. We're going to give you our picks. And we are going to do this every single week. This might not be over a podcast. We might just film like a quick video and put it out on Instagram. Or it could be in a podcast. But we are going to give you our picks for our favorite matchups every week. And today's only Thursday. We still have a ton of games this weekend. College football game day will be back. TBR will they're be in attendance. today. No, they're playing today. Hey. I get that. Yeah, yeah they're they playing today. today. But Saturday, Saturdays in college football are juicy. Is TBR, Nah, I checked. I'm going to one though this year. So where? Uh, Clemson. You're going to that? Yeah, Are I think it's driving? Clemson, and no, I'm gonna take a plane. It's the one weekend where I don't have a hockey game, and so I'm leaving after school on Friday, and I'm flying down to Clemson, and I think it's Clemson and Alabama or Clemson and Oklahoma. Forget you go what. The game too? And it's the college. It's like the highlighted game of the weekend, and I'm going to the game. Yeah, I hate you. But this weekend, TBR will be in attendance, Boston College versus Virginia Tech. Um, You're going? Yeah, we're going. Um, I think you and Carp, or just you? I think it's – no, Carp's not going. It's going to be me. I'm bringing other people, but I'm thinking who else is in TBR? I don't think anyone else from TBR is coming. I think I'm the only one. But I'm going with – Oh, Chum Chum. Chum Chum's not coming. He's up in New Hampshire where you are. Oh. Yeah. I have his wallet, by the way, and I'm not giving it back. I'm keeping his wallet, but yeah, we're going to put out a video for the BC Virginia tech football game. Uh, if anyone's interested in watching us go to that, where was that college football? Let's get right into it. Here are our picks. Uh, first of all, this is, well, okay. I spoke prematurely. This isn't a pick. Um, just okay. UCF, dude. I've been talking about it for like three years now. Why are they not ranked? That's what I was going to say. Why, are they not, why didn't they make the college football playoff last year? Because they get smacked. Dude. They went undefeated even... for like two years. And they're going to go undefeated. doesn't matter. The league isn't good. Put UCF in the college football playoff. Rank UCF, no. please. They would do good against good teams. They play decent Ooh. teams. Well, they play oh. Houston. They play Utah. They play you know whoever else they play a lot of teams man it hasn't been good in five years yeah but five years ago it was 2014 so mm-hmm. good math <laughs> well i'm just saying that doesn't seem like it was that long ago yeah you're not wrong dude yeah. 10 years ago was 2009 but i'm just I saying that. yeah no it's crazy public service announcement put ucf in the college football playoff do it we all know that Clemson or Alabama is going to win it anyway, so you might as well throw UCF a fucking bone and put them in there. Like, why not? I don't see the ha- the sh- the uh, the harm in doing that. Just give my give my dog a chance, you know. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, here are our picks. Week one, college football. Are we Let's just going right down the line? Are we just going yeah. down the line? Did, so, is the, is your first matchup Florida A and M and? UCF? Oh no, I'm not going down the whole line. I'm, I'm only oh. I only pick the good matchups. Oh okay. Not I wouldn't test. I wouldn't classify all of these as good matchups, but they're matchups that if you're a betting guy like I am, like Carp is. No, I'm not a legal <laughs> betting guy, but I have Ronnie run in and do the picks for me and whatever and like betting sites. I have just used Ronnie's name in my picks. I went to Aruba. Where's the video? I'll put the video up right now. I went to Aruba and won like I don't even know 500 bucks on a 
on a bet that Ronnie went into the casino and placed for me. Solid. Solid. So I, I'm a betting guy. Um, that's why I love watching these college football games because there's always you're always hanging on something. So if you're a if you're a betting person, listen up because these are games that you might want to bet on. Utah and BYU, the first game. Utah, bye. Oh, this guy who just oh Utah hasn't been good in five years. Oh, oh. Well, yeah, but BYU Utah's hasn't good. been good either. Dude, I know. I think Utah's gonna win too, but. Don't I like Utah? All right, I'm not like a I'm not like Utah's yeah. a great state. I like Utah. I've there? never been. I'd love to go it's a sometime. Great state. I've been like three times. It's great. All right, give me a score prediction for that game. <sighs> um, I know mine. Oh God. Twenty-one uh, fourteen Utah. Easy. Twenty. We're we're starting simple. That's three see. touchdowns to two touchdowns. Twenty-one fourteen. Hmm. Easily. I don't know. Well, I've got Utah by seven. Ten to twenty-eight, Utah. So Utah wins twenty-eight to ten. Mm-hmm. All right, that's Chase. I said Stetcher. it in the wrong order. But. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I've got Utah by seven, twenty-one, fourteen. Chase has got Utah by eighteen, twenty-eight to ten. That yeah. should be a good game. You know, especially in a week. That's a good week one type of matchup. Two pretty evenly matched teams. They're both unranked, but they're both not like. You know, dude, Utah's ranked 14th. They're ranked? They're both unranked. No, yes, they're ranked, ranked 14th. No. Oh, no, I'm looking at the top 25 right now. Oh, you're right. Utah's BYU 14th. isn't ranked, though, right? Yeah, BYU is not ranked. Okay, I misspoke. That's my bad. Not a not a bad first week matchup, though. Like, obviously, they're it's not going to be like a you know the the game that everyone watches. But like, if you want to throw some money down on that game, I think Utah's. Yeah. Utah's a pretty solid. I mean, BYU, if you want to go with the dogs, like, um, I think BYU could could pull off a win. Like, they're not, it's not like going to be a blowout, and they're definitely capable of doing that. But um, my money, if I were betting on this game, which I'm not, would be on Utah. All right, next game. Two teams that, like, I, I don't know about. This is going to be a closer game than I expected. UCLA and Cincinnati. Two, two schools that aren't necessarily known for their football, but have good football programs. Yeah, you're not wrong. I think they're both basketball um, schools. Yeah. And they, they, they're, they you know, you see them in March Madness, but they're, they don't, like Cincinnati has some pretty good football. UCLA's got some pretty good football. Mm-hmm. What's your take Wait, on this one? You said, what's the game? UCLA and... UCLA and Cincinnati. Huh. I said, like, I, I kind of stumbled over this one. I have it in my notes. I I was I was a little I was a little iffy. I'm not gonna lie to you, Chase. What do you mean? You're a little iffy. I I just I don't know. I mean, it's tonight. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize. It's tonight. Tonight. I just I um, I I don't know. Like, I'd love to. This is really tough for me because I'm speaking to the betting people out there. I have Cincinnati. Cincinnati. You got Cincinnati? Oh, uh, yeah. I think I, I got Cincinnati by like 14-24 Cincinnati, I think. Because I don't even know who the dog is. UCLA and Cincinnati played last year, and Cincy beat them by nine. Mm-hmm. So. I think – this is really tough for me because I don't know who the underdogs are in this one. They're both unranked. Probably UCLA because Cincinnati was ranked 24th last year. And UCLA was unranked last year. Correct. They're I'm taking, fifth in the you know Pac-12. They were fifth in the Pac-12 last year. I'm going to take the dogs in this one. Cincinnati? Uh, no. Oh, UCLA. no. Jesus. Shit. <laughs> Leave me. No. Stop. Stop. Ah. <laughs> What so, the hell I, was I that? just saw the I saw the paw on Cincinnati's logo and just thought, oh, yeah, thought it was a dog. That's a dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, I realized they're fucking cats. They're bear cats. Good, good. I'm glad that yep. um I'm glad that you've uh that you figured it out, Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I, I'm gonna go with UCLA. I'm gonna go 
32-21, UCLA. High-scoring affair in UCLA's case. Um, what was your score prediction? I think I had I had Cincinnati, I think, 24 to 14. My highlighted game of tonight, Clemson and Georgia Tech. Uh, I think it's fairly obvious who's going to win this Clemson game. Clemson by a million. Clemson, the number one ranked team in the nation. I got um, a 40, 49 to 10, Clemson. 49 10. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you're far off on that one. Um, my boy Dabo Sweeney, I'm a huge Dabo fan. Um, I, he runs a great offense. You know, he's pumped out players like Deshaun Watson, Kelly Bryant. Um, they've got Trevor Lawrence in there now going for a Heisman bid this year. So it should be a good year for the Tigers. Um, I'm going to take them 37 to seven in this one. Georgia Tech's a great school and they, they can, I think they were ranked a few years ago at like 25. They were, they were, they had a solid team a few years ago. I do. They were definitely ranked a few years ago, but Clemson's just the best team in in the world right now. So I've got Clemson 37, seven chase said what 40, what I thought I, I think I had 49 to 10. Yeah. You had 49 to 10 or something like that. So yeah, that one's pretty fairly obvious. Um, Hey, good for you. If you're going to bet on, on Georgia tech tonight, you're going to lose some money. But in the slight chance that they do win, which is I'm putting their odds or their, the percentage that Georgia Tech wins tonight at like point oh oh seven. Is that is that their actual odds? No, but that's my that's that's my odds for them. So uh, that should make it official enough. Point oh oh seven percent chance of beating the Clemson Tigers. Clemson tonight. is a thirty eight point favorite. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean. So. Georgia has 20 to one odds. I know there's some guy out there who. Well, obviously, because if they win, you get such a big return. There's some drunkard out there who's sitting in a bar in Georgia, a GT alum. Um, his name's probably Rufus, and he's probably tossing Jeez. some money. He's tossing some money down on, on tech tonight. And hey, good for you. I don't, I don't blame you for doing it. I'm just saying, if you're like looking for a big return, maybe go for like a better game. <laughs> Cause I don't think Clemson's losing in the first, in the opening season. Opening I don't know. Season. I'd, I'd say they might lose once. That's about this it. whole season. Once or twice. Once or twice. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole season. I agree with you. Maybe they'll go undefeated. Knock on, knock on wood. I don't want to spoil. I don't chances. think they'll do that. But. If Georgia tech and Clemson played this game like 12 times, or 10 times, let's say. Clemson wins 11 Clemson times wins. out of 10. Yeah. 11 times out of 10, they're going to win this game. No offense to Georgia Tech, but it's Clemson. Moving swiftly along, this is another no-brainer. Bama and Duke. Duke by a million. <laughs> nah. No, uh, you, know, you know I'm a huge, I'm a huge Nick Saban fan. I'm a I huge Crimson that. Tide fan. He says in a Penn State jersey. Well, I'm just this is this is for cart. Yeah, I know. If I had an Alabama jersey, I'd throw one on right now. I don't. Yeah, God. Um, Saquon so Barkley is my favorite NFL player, and this is a Saquon jersey. But anyway, um, I'm a huge Alabama softball fan. I'm a huge Alabama football fan when when it comes time to be. Um, I think <laughs> when it comes time, so when they're good, you're a fan and when they're not, no, not but like, I'm not like a hardcore fan, like right now, because it's so early in the season. But like, I like, you know, when you just like root for a team, cause you kind of like them. I hate Alabama. Really? I, down the, down the stretch. I'm an Alabama fan. I like seeing them lose just cause they've won it. So Ever since, years. listen, and I'll tell you why I'm an Alabama fan. When I was little story time, when I was little, maybe eight or seven years old. I don't even know when this was. There was a player. Let me just make sure I have my facts straight before I say this. Okay, yeah, I did have it right. I was seven. Yep. Um, I, was, I, I watched sports at a very young age. Like I remember like early memories of watching the ESPYs and like seeing all the awards and stuff. I was when watching Caitlyn college. Jenner got an award and you instantly turned it off. I was a little older when that happened, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, there was a player by the name of Mark Ingram, the second. Thanks for coming. Uh, Mark Ingram played at Alabama and I believe he won the Heisman trophy at Alabama. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I think the I'm year sure was 2009. Right. Yeah. 
And I watched him play in a game and I watched his highlights and I don't know why, but I think it, I was just so obsessed with Mark, obsessed with Mark Ingram at that age. And ever since then, I've just like kind of liked Alabama for that reason. Kind of like the same reason that Fonzie likes the Hurricanes where he's like, oh, I just picked the team. Like when he was yeah. young, I just like I just remember watching Mark Ingram when I was young. I didn't really know what college football was. And just like I, I kind of just favor Alabama ever since then. And Mark Ingram was on my fantasy team a few years ago, and he was a beast. When he was on the Saints? Yeah, he still is on the Saints, right? Well, I think Oh, so. no, he's not. He's on Who's the he Ravens on? now. Really? Yeah, I completely forgot about that. He's not on the Saints. So, oh, so Kamara literally every single picture, you, every picture you look up is just Mark Ingram in a Saints uniform. He hasn't played for the Ravens yet. He got traded in the offseason. Yeah. Or signed in the offseason, whatever uh, whatever it may be. But yeah. I don't even know. Yep. Mark Ingram, the second Baltimore running back. Dude, he's okay. like a big guy, and he ran a 4 5 40 yeah. yard dash. Mark Ingram's beast. Like, don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> Mark Ingram is the man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Love him. Love him to death. So I've got. I've got Bama over Duke. I'm not going to give it a huge high-scoring game because I think, huh. like, hmm. You think Nick Saban's classy? I don't think Nick Saban's classy at all. He's a Bill Belichick. I just think that, you know, when they start beating them so bad, they're going to give, like, the backups a chance. <laughs> oh, and I don't think that's right. to ease in the score, but I think it's just for practice because he runs a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, I got 42-14. I got 38-10. 38-10 in, ba- in Bama's favor. Um, unlike the Clemson game, don't take the under in this. This oh, is not God. like Georgia yeah. Tech. Duke isn't as good as Georgia Tech in my in my Duke's personal. Not anything but basketball. And lax. Oh yeah, shit. Um, yeah, but Bama's taking this game. It's just a matter of by how much. Mm-hmm. Moving along once again. Houston and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. This this one I might consider Big taking. Game, the under. I might consider taking the under because Oklahoma isn't the same team. Actually, they aren't yeah, the they, same. They team. lost Kyler. They lost, they lost Kyler. Kyler. They lost Baker. They aren't the same team that they were oh, a few years no ago. No shit, they lost Baker. Well, I'm just saying Oklahoma was a powerhouse when they had Baker Mayfield. Baker and Mayfield is the Tyler greatest Henry. quarterback to ever walk on this earth besides Tom Brady. You're not wrong. Baker Mayfield's a legend in my eyes. Um. Oklahoma definitely isn't the same team. Houston can can put up a good fight. Yeah. This is gonna be a very good game. If you're if you're one of those people who's looking to cash out tonight or looking to cash out this week, consider taking Houston in this one. You, yeah. The payday could be pretty nice, especially since they you know I don't even know what their odds are, and I didn't I, I don't care to do the research oh, on this kind of stuff. Because I'm not good at reading lines. I have Car- – Carp reads my lines for me. Um, and then he tells me who to – you know, he's he's the dog whisperer of my bets. And then I I take his opinion and, like, make my own. Um, but I don't read lines well. I just – I'm going to take yeah. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a 20 well, – 19-point favorite. All right, yeah. That makes sense. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma in this one. I'm, I'm going to give this a very close score. 24, 23 hmm. Oklahoma over Houston bold prediction. And I know it's a hot take, but I really think it's going to be a close game. And that's the game that I'm eyeing to watch tonight. So Check they're going to score twice and kick three field goals. Yeah. Okay. What's your pick? I think, I think I got Oklahoma. Yeah, score. I'd say hmm, 31, 31, 24. No, 31, 31, 17. Yeah. Is that game even on tonight? I believe not. That's the no, Saturday. it's Sunday. That's the Sunday, Sunday. game? Okay, so on yeah. Sunday, that's the one I'm eyeing to watch then. Georgia Vanderbilt. Not really much of a matchup. Oregon Auburn is what we got to talk about. Yeah, and the, hey, that's next on the agenda. Funny you say ah. that. Funny you say that, my man. 
Oregon and Auburn. This is my highlighted game of the weekend. I know that some people are going to say I'm crazy, but this is the closest in rankings that we've got. It is. Well, yeah, because all the big, all the massive schools that are like 10 in the Ten and below in the nation, they all pay the schools like a million bucks to blow them out right. in the first week. And these are that's two why, powerhouse schools. That's why Michigan, that's number seven, is playing Middle Tennessee. Yeah, Middle Tennessee. <laughs> um, these are two powerhouse football schools. Like, don't get it wrong because their because their uh, rankings are in the teens. These are some these are some dirty football schools. Um, what what's your prediction? I'll I'll second you. Hmm. Or I'll go second, rather. I'll, I'll let you go first. Hmm. I think I definitely have Oregon. I'd say Oregon. Um, let me think about this. I'd say Oregon is 27 and Auburn has 24. All right. I'm going to go with not the opposite, but I've got Auburn in this one. Mm-hmm. I've got Auburn. 36 to 30 over Oregon. Solid. Only difference is six points, one touchdown. It's going to be a really good game. Um, I don't know if there's necessarily an under to take in this one because the teams are so evenly matched. Like, obviously, there's an underdog on the line, but I don't think that your your payout would be as big because they're so on If you bet on the under, who yeah. I think is Auburn, is it not? I, w- I mean, there are five rankings below. Or Isn't above. it 16 and 11? Yeah. Auburn's 16, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Auburn's the under. So if you yeah. bet on Auburn, I don't think if they and if they win, I don't think your payday is going to be huge. But, I mean, you'll get money back, obviously. Um, and it's a good bet to take. I've got Auburn. Chase has got Oregon. We'll see how it plays out. Should be a good game. Auburn's projection is pretty low. Yeah. 16. Like they were like four, eight. Like they dropped. Yeah. They, they had a one after they beat Alabama. They, they kind of just. With the missed field be, goal? Yeah. They began. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really a missed. It was just short, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that's a miss. Well, yeah. But <laughs> obviously it's a miss, but it wasn't like he didn't push it or pull it to the right or left. Yeah. Yeah, well, that should be a good game. Always a fun game when Auburn's playing. That's what I say. Always a fun game when Oregon's playing. Two great schools going at it in week one. Going to treat us to some nice competition. And then our final game on the docket, which I think will be an excellent display of football, Notre Dame and Louisville. Hmm. I've got yeah, Notre I, Dame I, in I this got one. Notre Dame. I've um, always been a Notre Dame fan. Um, oh, wow, he's a Notre Dame fan, an Alabama fan. He's well, everything. okay. What's the man's name? Josh Allen, when he was the running back there. I love Josh Allen. Um, I like their coach. Uh, I forget what his name is, the big fat guy with the visor. Brian I Kelly? Like yeah, Brian Kelly. I was going to say Chad Kelly, but that's the name of the Ole Miss quarterback. Um, but Josh Allen was their running back. Uh, not the Josh Allen for the Bills, but the other Josh right. Allen. I forget where he plays now. He was their running back, and I saw him play against BC uh, two years ago. It was my freshman year of high school. I went and watched him play. Josh Allen, like, mm-hmm. tore up the ground. It was crazy. So, really? yeah, Notre Dame's always, like, a fun school to watch. Um, I've got them in this one. I'm going to say it's 20. Brian Kelly. Brian? Yeah. 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 It is so, Brian I've Kelly. got Notre Dame 26-17. Over uh, Louisville. Oh, God. You're insane. What? I got him like, I'd say 42 to 10. Really? Dude, Georgia Tech absolutely slammed Louisville last year. I know, but I feel like I feel like Notre Dame doesn't really have a ton of offensive weapons this year that are like, you know, notable. And I feel like you're going to see a first, like like I said in the, in the Alabama game, you're going to see like a first half run by... Notre Dame, and then they'll like ease up. Yeah, they'll score like three touchdowns pretty early, and then they'll just like ease up and like work the offense and work some new plays. So twenty six seventeen, Louisville can probably get in some late scores, but yeah, I know that's a low and a close score for a game like this. This should be a fun game to watch, though. You never know what's going to happen, so sometimes you just gotta you gotta think the unthinkable, as I like mm-hmm. to say. So yeah, that was the week the week one rundown. Uh, We'll be back. It's the end of the college football segment. 
the end of the college football segment. We'll be back for week two next week. Um, I don't know if it'll be in a podcast or if it'll just be on Instagram or whatnot, but uh, you'll you'll hear about it one way or the other. And to close out the night before I go upstairs and chomp down oh, on, yeah. on some spaghetti and meatballs, a.k.a. spag and balls, as I like to say. Um, Travis Scott, I know we don't talk about music that much, and that's because Carp hates rap music, but we are big rap music fans. I'm a country <laughs> music fan, too. I'm an everything music fan, but I love rap music. Travis Scott is my favorite artist. I've seen him perform live twice. Um, I've like I waited in line forever to get his album when it first came out. Uh, I stayed up with my friend until 2 a.m. in Quincy, Massachusetts at a McDonald's just to see Astroworld release, which was the scariest scene of my life last August 2nd, coming back from a Post Malone concert. Why, is, why was it so scary? Because we were in Quincy. Ah, makes sense. At a McDonald's at 2 a.m. That makes a lot of sense. And we had slow I, I wasn't sure if there was much to it. No, you know, hanging with the riffraff. But, um, yeah, he's like my favorite artist of all time, hands down. My Travis Scott is the man. Uh, he came out with a documentary on Netflix, and I know this is going to sound corny, but it it changed my life. It's so good. It's so good. Ridiculous. You just, like, I got so inspired after watching it. I watched it four times yesterday. It came out yesterday. <laughs> I got so inspired. And I don't know if people on the podcast know, but I, like, I have a totally different side to me, and I make music, and I produce, and I've made, like, a semi-living out of it. So oh, I watched yeah. Yeah, I make I make rap music, but I don't rap. I make the beats, and then I you send them. Produce rap music. And I, I produce rap music, right? And you know it's fun. I'm good at it. Um, I watched the documentary of Travis yesterday, and I I made 32 beats in one day, all Travis Scott type beats, which was crazy. I've never made so many beats in my life in in like a one sitting. I just pumped them out. I was so inspired, like. The whole documentary, it shows him in concert. It shows him the making of Astroworld, like the release of Astroworld, him performing at the Grammys. And it's it's crazy. It's an unbelievable documentary. I think I might have to watch it again tonight. I would highly encourage that you do that. It's it's just it, it touched me, honestly, especially as like someone who's like in that business too, to see the ins. And, like I've seen the ins and outs, obviously, in like small doses in person. But to see like someone of that stature basically working the same way that like I work like in a room with a computer like he records with a blanket over his head at one point they're like moving from studio to studio he's finished the album like the day before they're like two weeks before they said like oh why are you going to Mike Dean's house is the is it not ready he's like oh you know just we worked to the last minute the Drake feature came in like the day Mm -hmm. before like it's yeah, kind of yeah. just crazy to see the reality of these artists who we think that like everything's so planned out and really professional and they're in this like million dollar studio. He's like recording under a blanket in in his house in in, in an apartment. And it, it was crazy. It's humbling. Epic. So epic. So yeah, that's all I need to talk about. You got anything? Any think, news? No, I think that's basically it. Yeah, I don't um, think there's much to talk about. After, good after episode. That, we kind of went over everything. Everyone's criminal records. Exactly. Yeah, we dove right in. Actually, I have one thing. The Red Sox suck, and they're right. terrible to watch. Why? That's about it. What? No, they're not good. What? They're whoa, not good. whoa, 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 whoa. No, Backtrack I'm yourself. Playing. I'm You're playing. on a two-game winning streak right now. Whoa. Well, I was Dude. listening to Section 10, and they said that if the Red Sox want to make the wild card, they basically need to win out the rest of the West Coast sweep. And they're doing that. Yeah, because they're playing the Colorado Rockies that are 59 and 75. No, right. I'm not saying it's an accomplishment to be playing well, but like you need to win these games if you want to show up. They, they beat the Padres. They're on a one. Um, uh, they lost the Phillies by three. Yeah, no, we're fucked. <laughs> we lost to the Phillies. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, if they we can turn lost, it around. We also lost two out of, the, two out of three to baltimore uh like a month ago yeah that's sad yeah so but hey we're gonna do another podcast on this probably i don't know we start school this week maybe this weekend um and just talk about yeah. the the, few, the fate of the red Sox because we're getting down to the wire probably what a month and a half left of the season not even something like that yeah just goes into october and then it's over 
Yeah, it goes right in October down down to the wire. So we'll keep you posted. But it's college football season. It's NFL season right around the corner. This is the best time of year. Uh, make sure to follow us on all our socials. Follow the podcast. Oh, yeah. Listen to the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Follow me. Follow Chase. Follow us on Snapchat. Add our Snapchat. I mean, you, you took me out of the bio, so I, I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah, that wasn't my decision. But um, I was tarp. Uh, <laughs> whoever did that remains anonymous, but so I don't even, you know, I don't like run the social media anymore. Who does? Fonzie runs the Twitter. Fonzie runs the Instagram. I run the Instagram and Carp runs the Instagram, but I haven't posted on the Instagram in a while. Oh, I take that back. I posted the other day, but Fonzie posts the majority of the stuff on the gram. Now I'm just kind of like there to oversee it. The best part of of uh, the Instagram is when you would post stuff and then comment. and I would comment <laughs> just stupid stuff. On well, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to stir up some some fans, but we have real fans now. So shout out to that. We had someone approach us wanting to be our social media manager. What? Yeah. Jesus. So I don't know. How many listeners do we have now? Thirteen k. In total. Yeah, our audience is weird. 99% male. That's I mean, our demographic. We have 1% female, though. That's more than we had last month. <laughs> that's this I month? actually think it's Fonzie's mom, because she likes all our posts on Instagram. That's good. So maybe she's the 1%. Our demographic is like all U.S. There's like one listener in Finland. 99% really? U.S. I mean, 99% male, 1% female. Like 80% age 17 to 25, and then it's like 30%. There's like 2% age 85 and up. <laughs> so whoever whoever's grandfather is listening from the retirement home, shout out That's to amazing. you. That's amazing. That's amazing. But yeah, we're growing. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah. It's the start of a new technically sports season. Yeah. Take baseball be. out of it. Everything's kind of starting up. So it's a good time of year for us because we have stuff to talk about now. All right, Chase, I appreciate you hopping on, bud. It's been real. Thank you all for listening. Salute to you. Salute to TBR Nation. Oh, no. Gang. Gang and wait up. Nothing like that. Like, colossal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I heard you were looking for me. Forever from me to you. I heard somebody say, Judge, I'ma need a suit, I'ma need a coop, I won't need a roof. Fly it and be the Jews, be the